listening to Her Hacks Podcast, a podcast by women in cybersecurity for everyone. I'm Connie. I'm Lauren. And I'm Deanna. In today's Her Hack, we're going to talk about the internship recruitment process and how to land your perfect summer fling. I mean internship. <laughs> um, before we get into the content, just going to do a quick disclaimer. Any views or opinions expressed on Her Hacks podcast or by our guests are solely their own and do not reflect the opinions of our employers. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only, and we encourage you to make your own decisions based on what is right for you and to further research topics of interest. So since I'm a little bit past internship years and it's been a while since I have actually done an internship, I'm mostly just going to sit back for this episode and let you uh, lead the episode, Connie and Deanna, and I'll just jump in and offer my expertise and my wisdom where I can. But since you guys are are younger and like actually in the internship process, I really want you two to drive the episode and I'm here to help. (laughs) But since I'm old, I will take a step back today. Okay, so I thought we would do a fun little episode intro not episode intro, just a little fun game for us to introduce how to choose your perfect summer internship. So have you seen that TikTok trend that's like, he's a six, but he owns a boat. So he's like a nine. Oh my God. Yeah. My friends and I have been loving those. I've been sending them to each other. They're super funny. Okay. So we should do them for internships, but whether or not you would accept an offer or not. Oh, I like this. Okay, do you want to go first? You want to, you want to do a... Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's say you get an internship that gives you free breakfast, lunch, dinner, unlimited. It's delicious. We're talking like steak, omelets, like super fancy salads, stuff like that, right? Yeah. Food that would be like $20, $30 a meal, like, out, like if you get it out, right? But, but... You have to work in kind of a dead town slash city, right? There's not much to do. It's the middle of nowhere. You have to like Mm. fly a $300 flight to get anywhere kind of more interesting. Would you take it? Okay. Upon my 30-second reflection, I think (laughs) I still would. Because if the town doesn't have much to do, I probably wouldn't go out for dinner or like brunches. But I could go eat at my company for free. Yeah. It's even better. So I feel like you're yeah. saving more money. You're not going out as much on the yeah. weekends. So, I even you think know, about food mo- motivated, money motivated. I'd take the internship. That's a really good point. I didn't even think about saving money because if it's a dead town, you're going to save the cost of living are lower. Plus you have food covered. So you're just going to save a you ton of money. You could take longer trips or, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I feel like half of the internship is just, like, hanging around and doing random, like, dumb stuff with your fellow interns. And I feel like you can have fun doing random stuff. Like, you don't don't have a full belly. Yeah. You can just (laughs) hang out in the office and eat with your fellow interns. And that's all you – yeah. Like, that sounds sounds lovely. I don't see what's wrong with that, actually. Yeah. Okay. I have one. Mm -hmm. You get – incredible merch like top of the line like nike branded patagonia adidas it's like it's cute stuff too like a hydro flask you know but 
you have to work or one of your coworkers, or I guess you just don't like your team or you have a bad team. Oh. Or they're just super that's boring. That's a tough one. That's a tough one because I love free stuff. Like I am an absolute fiend for merch. Um, oh, yeah. So that's that's really – I love free stuff. I love merch. But I feel like your team and the project you're working on is, like, what really impacts you, like, 40 hours a week. And it's, like – it's a reason why you're there, right? Like, I feel like I could buy myself merch at the end of the day. Like, I can, like, True. go out after work and get, like, Nike or Hydroflask stuff. It'll be expensive, but I can do that. Um, but when you don't have a lot of control over it and what is like more important is like the team you're on and like what you learn and don't get out of the internship. So I feel like I would say no. What about okay. what about you, Connie? Thoughts? Yeah, I'd probably say no. You're probably right. I feel like I would not wanna dread my forty hours a week. Yeah. You don't yeah. wanna hate it. Yeah. Yeah. Not worth it. Okay. Not worth it. All right. Now what if you have very little like work-life balance right like the team you're on or the team you're gonna you're thinking about like they work like on weekends like till like 7 8 p.m or even later um they just like there's like very little work-life balance but okay you have really like decked out swanky office spaces. We're talking nap rooms, slides, tree houses, gardens, mm. like speakeasies, ping pong rooms. Speakeasy? Yeah, like like a random Michelin star like restaurant in, on your campus, right? Like, mm. like so what, it's funny I have to choose those two because I feel like they low key tie into each other because if an office is super decked out or like had all these incredible amenities, they probably want you to stay there longer. Oh, facts. You're 40 hours a week. Oh, I even think about that. It's like manipulation. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Getting you to stay for the tree houses, but you're kind of working at the same time, maybe later That's than you would brain. normally. Ding, ding, ding. Old lady wisdom uh, coming in here. That's just how I'll like introduce when I jump in, you know, ding, 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 old lady wisdom. Um, but no, you guys both hit the nail exactly on the head. And that's why I had to jump in. It is definitely company manipulation. And often when a company offers all of these um, really crazy perks, it is 100% an incentive to get you to spend more time at the office and to get you to spend more time working so you don't really realize what you're missing out on outside of home. You know, they don't want you to realize that you don't have a great work-life balance because they're providing everything for you at work. So I think you were both 100% right in your estimation there. Yeah. I would say... Hmm. While I'm young and I have the capacity to do it, maybe for three months, maybe I would take it. <laughs> That's a good point because it is only for three months too. It's not like it's a fling, as you said earlier. It's a fling. You have no commitment to this yeah. job, especially while you're young. That's a good point. True. Live it while you're young. Yeah. No, I'd say I'd say I'd say maybe too. I I'd say maybe if if I'm interested in the work that they're doing, then yeah, because then then it would be like a good learning opportunity. And like, while I think the good thing about most like cyber or like tech jobs have like generally pretty good work life balances yeah. overall. So, 
Hopefully that's not the case if you're working for an internship. Oh yeah, hopefully. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, Diana, do you want to discuss? I guess we can do an overview of the recruitment cycle for internship seasons since it's a little different than recruiting for a full time. Yeah. So it generally starts in August and like it keeps getting early and earlier every year. But I'd say generally August is like when it starts. Um when like when like that round of summer internships ends, they start recruiting like after. And it generally goes like on throughout like the entire year. Like I know like we both know people who have gone internships in like March, like even April, even like only a couple weeks before summer, especially in cyber when there's like a lot of like job opportunities. Um, so don't fret if you don't get anything for the few, first few months. I remember personally, like, going on LinkedIn and seeing people get all these offers in, like, September or August at these big, like, cloudy, like, tech companies. Um, but what I will have to say, something that I've learned over time, is a lot of those people who get those offers that early are people who are going in with return offers with the companies that they previously interned at and have, like, offer deadlines within like a month or so so a lot of those big cloudy companies okay. are don't let that scare you yeah a lot of those big cloudy tech companies are actually competing for people who have return offers um and they might not be looking for interns who are like applying for the first time or like aren't looking to come back to their like past company um so don't let that stress you out if you see people doing that in september or august cool so now that we know a little bit about when things start, what is like the first step? What would you suggest? What are things I can do to prepare? Well, you can like, you can like, the, one of the most important things that you can do like all year round, all the time is like getting like connections, right? Because that, that can really help you out. Um, there are tons of ways of getting connections. Um, do you have any like in particular that you've like been able to like get different opportunities from? Like how have you kind of gotten connections in the past? Yeah, I think the most success I've had is probably with even networking with other students and clubs. Um, they probably have internships, especially upperclassmen. They can get you contacts through that. Um, definitely utilize your university career fair, alumni, even professors, um, really anyone that's in the field that you have an interest in. Definitely just reach out to them, schedule that 10, 15 minute chat. They are happy to do so. I've never had anyone not be happy to have a chat, I guess. like, And even if you think they're busy, I think most people would make time. They might not, maybe not, might, maybe not tomorrow, but within the next week or two, I think I'd find like 10 minutes yeah. to chat. Oh, for sure. To piggyback off of what you said, like a lot of people are super willing to help out others. So I think like the worst thing that'll happen is they ghost you. And that, that happens, and that's okay. I found people really like to talk about themselves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so if you just ask questions about the other person, they will talk at your off oh, like no other. And they'll be happy and too. Like, ding, ding, ding. Yes, yes. This is so true. Um, I find that people who have been in the field, even after a year, but like, you know, any point in their career, love to talk and help out younger younger people and younger um, like aspiring technologists, especially women. Um, and so my advice for that would be to come in with a list of specific questions, which might be something like, could you tell me about what you actually do? Because like a lot of times we might have an idea 
of what somebody does based on their role um, that you might see on LinkedIn or, or what they advertise, but that might not actually be what their day-to-day is. So I find it super helpful for them to talk about the work that they actually do, what their day-to-day is, um, ask about projects they're on, ask about what they like about their company, what is kind of important to them for culture, because when you're interviewing for an internship and you're starting your career, it's not just the work, it's the whole package like we were talking about at the beginning of the episode. Um, So I think if you come in with like, tell me about what you do, tell me about your projects, tell me about your company, or tell me what you look for, that is a great way to kick off that conversation. And then you can kind of round it out with like, what are your career goals? Because you do also want to show a genuine interest in the person you're talking to. And you don't want it to feel like you're just milking them for information to further your own career, because that's kind of a turnoff. Oh, yeah. No, like show a genuine interest for sure. Like ask appropriate questions. But I think people are happy to yeah. talk about themselves no, like, yeah. and their career, any advice. Yeah. People like to think they're helpful, yeah. just like us. Yeah. <laughs> what we're doing right now. <laughs> no, actually. And like, yeah, prepare questions. Don't waste, don't waste their time. Don't like straight up ask for favors. Like definitely like show genuine interest. It was like a relationship first, yeah. I would say. Oh, yeah. Focus on the relationship, like getting to know them. Like ask about their like careers um like Connie said like advice like their companies like the work-life culture at their companies like and make sure you kind of prepare those questions ahead of time so you don't like waste their time you're just sitting there in awkward silence which I've done before (laughs) you learn from your mistakes (laughs) and even if you do find yourself sitting there in awkward silence a good default is to always ask the person about their personal career journey because it gives them an opportunity to talk about themselves and their experiences. And you'll almost definitely like come up with a question about that while they're talking. Oh, yeah. Once we've done like five of these, it'll be a pro oh, yeah. for sure. Um, once you make those like connections, what should and you like kind of have like a better grasp and you feel like you know more people out there? What's kind of the next step? What you should what should you focus on like after that? Or at the same time? Yeah, I think um coming out of these calls, you'll probably hear certain skills or maybe tools or languages that people use in these companies that you might want to also take up. Um so really think about what projects that you've done and kind of match those skills with uh, what's on the job description or what these people who are working at these companies are looking for what they what qualities they have themselves and really like highlight those um yeah I would say like even if you're a freshman or sophomore you can put class projects um clubs you're involved in it doesn't have to be this like super technical resume yeah because everyone's on the same boat. Like you, like everyone's an intern who doesn't have a lot of technical experience, and they know that. So, like Connie said, re- like if you have projects, even from your classes, even if you they you think that they're dumb and they're like an intro CS project, like list that on there. Like I know people who like get internships just from like talking about their projects and how, and like and showing like actual passion and interest, right? Um, and there are tons of resources out there on YouTube, like millions of videos out there that just show like step by step how to make like a mobile app or a web app and obviously like I wouldn't recommend like 
doing the exact same thing like a to-do list or something and like putting that on your resume but like maybe like follow those tutorials and tweak something right like if you just do you see the to-do list maybe tweak it and like implement like something a little different um and that can kind of like differentiate your projects and show like actual interest and like technical ability um because they're truly i don't think most of the time they're looking for someone who like especially at an intern who like knows every single tool set they're just looking for someone who can like who has interest and can like kind of like pick things up yeah definitely i think we'll talk about um some skills as like an intern a little bit later too um but after you have your resume all nice and prepped up pristine you can actually apply and this you can apply from i don't know august september all the way up until probably may i don't know yeah um yeah yeah and you can like it's especially since nowadays a lot of cyber positions don't tend to require especially internships don't tend to require cover letters it's kind of easy just like spamming out there I spammed out my resume to tons of different companies. You could do it while you're watching TV. You could do it, like, while you're, like, just chilling, like, before bed in the morning, like, between classes. Like, it's kind of, like, mindless. I don't know. Um, do you have any, Actually, like... paying attention to that. Yeah, oh, facts. Do you have any, like, <laughs> recommendations of where people should, like, apply? Should you focus on, like, LinkedIn, Handshake, if you know what that is? Like, what, like, where should people kind of start? Yeah, I think everywhere, which you mentioned, Handshake, I applied definitely through um, LinkedIn, just going to like um, like Googling companies that you want to work at that you've heard of um, directly and applying on their website. I know there are some like auto application websites. I don't know if they're successful, but you can probably link a few in the show notes. So for some of our listeners who might not know, um, I'll just jump in really quickly. LinkedIn is um, like a professional social media where you connect with different professionals from different companies. They share posts and it is a tool that recruiters often use um, to try to fill open roles and they use it to find candidates. So if you're in college or even in high school um, and you don't have a LinkedIn profile, it might be good to create one and just start putting in your skills and um, filling out your profile and connecting with recruiters there so you get some visibility. And Handshake is more of like, it's more of a job posting board versus a social media platform. And you post what you're looking for, companies post what they're looking for, and it tries to connect you and find a good um, job match for you. I will also say a lot of colleges have either their own versions of Handshake or they use a special instance of Handshake where jobs are posted specifically for students. Um, And a lot of times those also tie into career fairs. So there's a lot of different ways and a lot of different resources to find potential internships. So really just plug into the professional community at your school or university if you can. Yeah. Or even on like Reddit, like they post like huge, like shared Google spreadsheets of like all these internship applications and like the links to them for different companies. And what I've done is just like gone through it and just like gone through each like row and like apply not to all of them, but to the ones that like pique my interest. Um, So you could do that too. Yeah. And also don't be discouraged if you don't hear back. One time I applied to something, I think in like August or September or something like that. I didn't hear back for over a year when I was at another company already and they're like sorry you didn't get the job 
<laughs> okay, I guess that's fine. <laughs> no, a lot of tech, comp- a lot of cyber and tech companies, like they have rolling basis applications. So the company that I'm at now, um, I came back to it like this summer. But when I first applied initially, like two years ago, I applied in August and I didn't hear back for a first round until December. I didn't get my second round until January and I didn't get my offer until February. So like, don't take it personally or discourage if you don't hear back at all. Okay. Something fun I thought we could do is, Deanna, you mentioned this CS majors subreddit. Do you want to explain what this black hole is? Yeah. A lot of Reddit is very hit or miss. And one miss part of Reddit is the CS major subreddit. It's like a huge community of people who are majoring in CS. I haven't been on it in a few years because I try to avoid it. But my i remember like three years ago i looked i went on it and i went down this rabbit hole of all these kids being like i do like 30 leak code questions a day they're all like super hard and i have five different offers at all these companies and it's just like it was a, it was pretty toxic and really like stressful and it's like how i kind of got unfortunately oh, into recruitment well no it's it's fine it's just a website but like um but i think that we can like, I feel like hopefully over the past years it's gotten better, but you shouldn't take it really, like, super seriously a lot of times. It's random strangers on the internet. But what you can do is make fun of it. So, yeah. <laughs> so, Connie and I have been looking and found some funny, funny scroll in a little bit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's one I found earlier today was, what should I do with my mullet? <laughs> so, some back. This person, I guess, had been studying abroad and, you know, live in the flow life and has a mullet and is not sure if they should cut it off, be bald for the internship. Um, some comments suggested, oh, just do like a light buzz or uh, see what the culture is like <laughs> at your internship. That's funny. What would you suggest, Diana? Um, I'd say... Like, wear whatever hair you want, bottom line. But if I saw you wearing a mullet and you weren't pulling it off, I'd probably bully you. So it depends on if you pull it off. Just kidding. I wouldn't. But, like. True. Yeah. That'd be funny, though. Yeah. Um, you can pull it off. My respect to you. Yeah. If not, I still respect you because that takes kind of, like, guts to, like, walk around True. a mullet. Yeah. Um, my friend sent me one a few months ago. That was this girl talking about hooking up with each of the fang companies. And I kind of thought that was funny. Wait, can you clarify what Fang is? Fang is like a set of companies. It stands for Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, and Google. And it's like, it just generally refers to like a lot of the big, like cloudy tech companies. And she was talking about like hooking up with like each of them, which like. Oh, like a roster. Yeah, like a (laughs) roster. Like it's kind of like, I don't judge. It's kind of a power move. It's not, it's like networking, right? Get that back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) There are a lot of actually like serious ones, like uh, like people asking for like actual advice, which yeah. I think is like valid. Like especially if you don't have, yeah, like, like decide for what you will. Yeah, it has some good resources. Can't fault it all. Oh, I just found one. Leak code is down, and then it has like a description of what happened to the website, and then crossed out it says it's okay, things have returned to normal. <laughs> Back to the grind. That's funny. <laughs> I like like more self aware jokes about like like that. Those are funny. There's one that I found that that, that <laughs> says they must think I'm Scotty the way Amazon started pimping me since day one. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> I think I think it's gotten better the subreddit over the years, which I'm happy to see. Yeah. 
Yeah, a lot of them are just asking for advice, resume reviews, internship, or interview advice. Which is so, all valid, yeah. Don't take it too seriously, but also, you know, take a bruise if you want. Yeah. Speaking of interviews, is it typical that they have, like, multiple rounds in your experience? It depends on the company. Um, in my experience, yeah. They have... They have... Um, both technical and behavioral interviews. Um, do you want to talk a bit about technical interviews? Because I haven't done a technical interview in a, in a, in a year or so. Yeah. So <laughs> most of the technical interviews I've done. So bigger companies will generally have like they'll send you like a coding assessment and that everyone will compete complete and then basically filter through, you know, how well you did on that. Um, yeah. And then some people will have like some companies will have like face-to-face interviews discussing basic cyber questions like should probably know um tcp ip stack that kind of thing um you can google these like common cybersecurity questions i think you can even google if you have a certain company in mind their t- specific yeah. questions if i'm not wrong you can absolutely do that you are 100 percent correct um so you could try to prepare that way i know leak code has like oh this is for like amazon or this is for google like certain categories so if you're targeting one of those companies i think there are definitely a lot of resources but i would say in general review especially like what you learn in classes make sure that you can explain your thought process i think that is the most important thing they want to see in an intern is like can you problem solve can you um understand the implications of this problem they're trying to ask you or if you change it up like what would you do differently there I think like you can learn technical things on the job Um, it's not necessarily something you're going to be doing especially in the interview it's not going to translate directly to the job but they think they're mostly looking for just those like that you can problem solve learn no that's a really good point that's a really good point. I think in general, like like you said, like they don't anticipate you having like the exact skills you're gonna need for the job, like in the interview. But the, what you like exactly like you said, they're looking for someone who can like pick up things, who can communicate, and just like be a good problem solver. That's a really good point. And we'll yeah, there's gonna be a her hacks episode about technical interviews, and they're gonna we're gonna go like in a really deep dive into that. So once that's out, we'll link that in the show notes. Um, Do you have any general advice for, like, behavioral interviews? Like, do you know what people are, like, looking for, what recruiters are looking for for those? Um, Yeah, I think we talked a little about, like, I think some of the skills even in technical, like, being a problem solver, that also translates to a behavioral interview as well. Like, you want to be able to be an intern who can solve problems on your own, but also if something's taking up most of your time and you're not going to ask a question, like being proactive and um, I guess like working with a team is super important and they're probably going to ask you about your projects, leadership. Yeah. I don't know. Basic things. Oh like yeah. That. They're definitely be prepared to talk about your projects. Like if you've done them like years ago, like maybe refresh before an interview um, and also maybe explain, like be ready to explain kind of like the significance or like the story in your projects. Right. Like, You can go into like, oh, we did this, this, and this, and this is why it mattered. And this is why, like, it taught me how to communicate. It taught me this skill. It taught me how to pick up things quickly. Like, something like that. Kind of, like, tying your experiences into, like, a greater marketing of, like, 
skills and experiences you've had to make yourself like a a great future employee or intern or something like that um yeah definitely ding 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 yes i agree a hundred percent with what both of you guys have just said it is so important to be able to succinctly tell a story and say why what you did was important and answer the question in a way that shows off your skills yes you guys were mm, chef's kiss 100 percent correct with everything you just said and it really is very very important so thank you so much for talking about it because i don't feel like it gets talked about enough in tech especially so i've heard in the grapevine that it's good practice to like have questions maybe like prepared or like during the interview like come up with questions um to ask at the end of an interview do you recommend that like what what are some best practices or things you've done to kind of like yeah I definitely like similar to um the connection calls also have questions prepared you can ask them throughout or just have like a list of questions in general you want to know about the position um and even if they've like inter- like answered some of the questions already, you can just say like, "Oh, you answered some questions already, so <laughs> I don't have any questions," or I don't know, make up a question. I like that. <laughs> but um, ding, ding, ding! I feel like this is a great time to reuse some of the questions that you used um, in that connection or networking session that we talked about earlier, like you were saying, Connie. Um, but just direct them towards this specific role. So you could say, tell me about the day-to-day for this project or tell me about the expectations and what it would be like to be an internship, uh, excuse me, to be an intern at this company. Tell me what a typical work week looks like. What kind of technologies do you use? What are the opportunities that I have in this role at the end of the internship? Because they might not be the same for every company. Um, And I think just having some of those generic tell me about this, tell me about the role, tell me about the culture, tell me about the opportunities are good questions that you can always whip out in this scenario. And like you guys said, they might get answered already, but at least having them there written down is so helpful uh, (laughs) because you'll get nervous in interviews and you will a lot of times forget about things that you have prepared if they're not written down and you don't get a chance to look at them. Yeah, I think that shows that you're paying attention and you're actually interested in the role mm. um, more than just like interviewing for it. That's a really good point. It's a really good way of standing out if you like show actual interest. Okay. I'm taking a mental note. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so do you think that it's important to like follow up or reach out after? Yeah, I think it's really important. I will not really. I think it's pretty important. I think it can only help, right? As long as you're not annoying and you don't like harass them. Like, I think it's good to maybe like reach out after and be like, hey, like, I really enjoyed like that interview or that chat we had, or like maybe follow up and ask a few like questions or something like that. I think it's another way, similar to like asking questions at the end to kind of like stand out and show that you're actually engaged and care. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. The best way to do that, I think, is through an email and one of my like, pro tips is to say one of either the like your favorite moment from the interview maybe they asked you to solve like a cool problem or something like that or one of the most interesting things that you learned just kind of like tying it back to the conversation that you had and just thanking them for their time and then following up with any other questions that you might have 
Yeah, yeah. Like if you didn't have like a ton of questions prepared, you could ask in a follow-up email. Yeah. Yeah. You might not always have the email or the contact information for the person that you interviewed with. Um, Your parents might say to send thank you notes, which is kind of old school now. Um, But a lot of times you will be interacting with a recruiter so they can be your point of contact and forward along any communication for you. And they'll also be the ones who are in touch with you about next steps and timelines. So in general, it's just always good to keep the line of communication open with the recruiter. And it's also like a good way to communicate offer deadlines that you can have, right? Like if you have like other companies who have given you offers or like or, or, or you like you need to like know about whether or not they're giving you an offer by a certain time. It's really good to communicate that so they can kind of collaborate with you on that. Um, like in my case, like I wasn't getting any offers or interviews from like August. And then randomly in February, I had like three different offers from like different companies. And I had to communicate that to one of the companies. And they usually say they get back to you within two weeks after your last time interview. But they got back to me within like 24 hours once I told them like, hey, I have like other offers. Oh, they want you. Yeah, well. They want you. <laughs> well, like, I think it's just like they like once like, like communicating that is just like important. And I think like sometimes like. Yeah, be transparent. Yeah, be transparent because they'll work with you. Like they'll work with you more than you think they will. Also, treat your interview like a first date. Like, you want to try to get to know them just as much as they want to get to know you. Don't be nervous. Yeah, that's a really (laughs) good point. A lot of people, like, think it's, like, a one-way street and you're just trying to get the position. But really, it's a two-way street. Like, you're also assessing them. Like, interviews tend to reflect their company culture. Like, what they ask and how they treat you reflects on, like, what it would be like to work there. So if you're feeling – if you're not vibing with them – like, you yeah. don't have to work there. You don't have to accept their offer. Like, it, you're the one who has to, like, go in and work 40 hours a week there and has, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a two-way street. It is, like, a first date. It's – that's a really good point. Um. Also, talking about offers, make sure even if you don't accept an offer, don't burn any bridges. You never know when that connection or that person will help you out sometime in the future. Yeah. Um, yeah. Politely decline, but, you know. Yeah, politely decline, but maybe suggest, like, hey, like, if there are any, like, future opportunities, like, let me know or, like, like ask, like, or, like, keep just keep them in, like, the back of your mind for, like, later positions. Um, I think that's, yeah. Yeah. By the time you finish, got to this point in the episode, you've got an, uh, an internship. Congratulations. <laughs> That's it. That's all. <laughs> the whole process. Good job. Yeah. But there are like, just some to recap, there are some like general, like big takeaways we do want to communicate. That was a lot of information. But like, yeah, just don't get super overwhelmed or psych yourself out. Like, everyone's on the same boat. No one's better or worse off than you. No one's like a super, like, god at programming or maybe they are but that shouldn't like put you at any disadvantage like everyone's on the same boat everyone's applying to the same positions like you're gonna be fine like i've never heard of anyone who like really tries to get an internship in like in like cyber and not get one especially in like if you're going into your third or fourth year of college 
That's so true. Also, like, we talked about this in depth, Diana, but I think we both have this habit of putting people on a pedestal if they've gotten this, like, incredible internship at X company. But, like, you don't have to have an internship to be amazing like you are yeah. or work on something that you want to work on um, and, like, focus on those skills, yeah. I think, can be even more valuable. That's a really um, good point. Don't compare yourself to other people, you know? That's a really You're good point. You're doing great. No, I really love that point, actually. Like, you shouldn't, like, compare yourself for, like, different companies or whatever people work at. Because, like, people can have really great and awful experiences at different companies. And as long as you're doing – as long as you're learning something – like, it's a great experience. Mm-hmm. And you never know the weird way, like, your past experiences will help you gain, like, other experiences in the future. Or, like, the friends or the connections you'll make. Like, I think I am a sincere believer in, like, it'll, like, things pay off and things happen for a reason. So I think, like, don't put anyone on a pedestal and, like, just trust the process. Trust the process. Trust the process. It's a long process. Yeah. What's that thing when people say, like, when you're dating, you're like, oh, it'll come when you least expect yeah. it? Oh, yeah. I remember. It might come. Never know. Your next connection might come when you least expect yeah. it. Yeah. Like I said earlier, I was spam Like, in my, like, in one of the years I was recruiting, I was spamming out applications literally from August to, like, February. And I remember being, like, super upset and being, like, everyone I know is getting these cool positions by December. And then, like, a couple of days later, I got, like, one of my first interviews for the company I'm working at now. So I think, like, just be patient and, like, you – like Connie said, it'll happen when you least expect it. And, like, also there's, like, no – unless they're not – unless, like, they're working your death or you're being harassed, like, there's no bad internship. Like, you'll learn something. You'll get something out of it. You'll meet people. Like, you're – everyone's so young. Like, you'll get something out of it. Definitely. So we've been talking a lot about how a summer internship is kind of like a fling – and how you find a fling in this modern age? Dating apps? So we thought it'd be funny to create our little her hacks dating app profile with like prompts. Can you link your GitHub? Oh, I forgot to say, link your GitHub on your resume if you have one. Oh, yeah. <gasps> I've always been too self conscious to link my GitHub. Why? Well, because I never have, like, class projects on it because, like, I'm worried about, like, cheating. Oh, you know I mean? yeah. Like, using my code to cheat. And then, like, my personal projects, I, like, don't even – I don't really – I feel like it's kind of dry. But maybe that's a good idea. I just don't know if people actually, like, take the time to look at – do people actually look at – I don't know. Yeah, I bet they do. Yeah. Yeah, let us know. <laughs> if you're a recruiter or if you had good luck with it, please let us know because I have no idea. Maybe I should start doing it. I will say the uh, only time I've looked at a GitHub or somebody's website is when I've been interviewing higher level candidates or internal transfers who like I really care about their code quality because I care about their engineering level. I would say less so for interns, but don't quote me on that because it, it probably depends on the company and how many apps they get. True. Um, okay, going back to this hinge or whatever dating app profile, her hacks. What would make you swipe a person looking for it? Or what would you put on your profile? For the her hacks? Yeah, for like a dating app profile. For a job? Oh, um. Well, I guess like not for a job. I think money. 
it'd be like, funny you know how there's like a prompt about like there's gotta be a prompt about like your love language and it'd be funny if I, you did like your coding language wait that's of choice. preferred coding language of choice oh you could like list like a red flag in a company as one of them like or there's gotta be like there's gotta be like a prompt or something about red flags or green flags. So it could be like, like I'm looking for yeah, I'm looking for a company that does this, or I'm looking for a company that doesn't. Like I'm looking for a company that respects my time, but I'm not looking for a yeah, <laughs> right? Or like it's a red flag if you don't respect my time. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like oh, you know what came to talking about this? We were talking about how like you know when you like message someone on a dating app, you're like an opener or something. Yeah. I think it was something like that. It was like, oh, what's your favorite leak code question? <laughs> yeah, what's your favorite leak code? That's funny. <gasps> you just send like a link to like a leak code question. Like, can you solve this? <laughs> like, before you can talk to me, I need to make sure you're as like a CS god. Like, or you could do like a leak code date. I wouldn't, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that'd be cute. Yeah. Or like, you could you could do a, a ctf together oh that's cute. that's cute wait actually you could like build a computer hack my together. way to my heart you could try oh to hack God. each hack my way to my heart that's funny <laughs> you could try to hack each other's machines like red team each other wait that's fun with red leds on <laughs> oh my gosh are we just giving like date ideas now for nerds yeah <laughs> i mean if you're listening to this podcast you're probably like a nerd we're nerds. We're the nerds on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Listeners, if you have any ideas, send them our way. Bribe someone with their merch. Yeah. Oh, a merch swap. You can steal someone's a sweatshirt. Merch swap. Steal someone's sweatshirt from a different company. That's cute. Okay. Well, once you've landed your internship, your dream summer fling, make sure to tune in to find out how to be an intern. I'm still learning that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're going to tune into the next episode to find out. Yeah, we'll talk about, like, our experiences, silly stories, like, tips, tricks, um, and stuff like that. I think it'll be a good one. A lot has been happening this summer. <laughs> There's a lot to talk about. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, thank you for listening. Please check us out on our socials and send us your own questions or stories send us your resumes we want yeah. to review your- <laughs> yeah. send us your linkedin Connect on linkedin don't forget to join our discord by going to herhackspodcast.com and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode drop and leave us a five-star review for each of our lovely hosts please be nice we're sensitive <laughs>